Hello, and welcome to episode number 19 of the Disney Hipster Podcast, a show critiquing the aesthetic choices of the Disney company. My name is Adam, writer for the Disney Hipster blog, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew. Hello there. On today's show, because we unfortunately deleted half of a pre-recorded podcast, we're going to be doing a random segment melange. For today's show, we're going to be doing a top five news, a merchandise loop, a hypothetical question, and a good design, bad design. For the top five news today, we are going to be joined by Jamie and Keith, pre-recorded last week, part of the section that we did not accidentally delete. Here it goes. Okay, on top five news this week comes from about the last 30 days of Disney news because we haven't done one in a bit. Uh, and number one is um, Marie moving from Epcot to the Magic Kingdom. This is like breaking news. It's Seriously. breaking news. Like, I didn't even know this was happening. No, it was a shock to us all. It's going to be weird, though. Yeah, she's so it looks like I've seen like one picture and it looks like she's taking over Daisy's place. Yeah, so for those who know Marie, the mean girl character, you can meet. Well, you used to be able to meet in the France Pavilion. She's the cat, right? She's the cat. cat. Yeah, she's from Aristocat. The Japanese love her, which is why she even does mean greets. I love her too. (laughs) When you said the Japanese love her, I thought you meant that. (laughs) Marie, the Japanese love her. Like that was her official title. Not that the Japanese people liked her. That's what she does. She's Marie, comma, the Japanese love her. (laughs) (laughs) I think she should do a mean greet with Duffy, like in the same. Like area, that'd be great. It'll be chock full of Japanese. It should have been on the other side. They could have one on each side. Uh-huh. Of one. Why is he the Chinese lover? No, Japanese lover. What? Duffy. That was weird. That was weird. Japanese um, love both of them. Japanese love. It's the same song with different words. Like <laughs> 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 Dave Matthews. That's true. Oh, it's so true. It's like so, Carl Jam. Um, Does this change anything? Wrong. This changes the way we tour World Showcase, if anything. Yeah. Because now I can actually walk through the France Pavilion, skipping the bakery and my meet and greet. There's nothing. Now there's officially nothing. Aurora! Aurora is a hot tranny mess. I met her once. I'm good. I'm good. The last time I met her, she was totally from Staten Island. Brush your teeth, kids. Or she, she, totally, like Aurora. she totally had a bump it underneath her she hair. She had a bump it and a snaggle tooth. She <laughs> poked my eye out. She's like a fucking Norwal. Oh my god! <laughs> Totally ripped Aurora. <laughs> I love Aurora. She's my favorite princess, but not. Well, the yeah, movie. in the film, but not, not the person. But the meet, the Marie Mean Greet is great. Her hair looks like ugh. She should have fiber optic hair. It kind of stinks because we very rarely are in the Magic Kingdom in that area. Is so that we... the word of the day? Fiber optical. Opticals. Raining. Yeah, it's raining. It is. It's raining here in in Orlando. We're not in Orlando. Orlando. We're not. We're in Delta oh. because this is Epnot. Epnot. Epnot thirty. Okay. So how's everyone feel about Marie? Um, I love her. No, about her moving. It's okay. It's gonna be weird. That's the whole point. I don't know. It's weird. It is weird. I can walk past her in France now. There's no one there anymore. I'm unfazed. And now it's gonna be hard to get out of Town Square in the Magic Kingdom. She's gonna be harder to meet for us. Yeah, absolutely. But I've met her a million times. I'm kind of okay. Okay. So, uh, number two. Uh, Big Top Sylvaneers has opened. It looks great. I love it. They have candy there now. They do. 
it's sort of a confectionery style. It does look very movie theater, though. Yeah, but it's. I think that's the point. But that's point. It's, it's sort terrifically of designed. Terrific, just like the rest of uh, Dumbo's area. Uh-huh. What's it's, that area called? Uh, Storybook Fantasy, Circus. Yeah. Storybook oh. Circus. The 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 um, <laughs> new fantasy land. The registers are like the animal Magic carts, kind of. It's called Florida. <laughs> That's at Walt Disney World. Fucker. But they like have to wear cards. that red nose. The no. I think that's just for the photo. Just for the opening. You think so? I hope so. That would get tickled very really I just think it's great that they finally opened the gift shop in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. It's true. And, that, and that's what's funny time. is that was one of the biggest reasons from what I understand that they kept um, the circus thing at all was really based on that because the merch, that was the biggest merchandise seller in all of yeah. Magic Kingdom. The second. Really? Second. Second. And so the merchandise people were like, there's no way you're demoing that thing. But I don't think they realized that without all those characters and stuff down there, Mm -hmm. or like... Well, now it'll be just as popular because it is... Oh, you're talking about the big gift shop that used to be in Mickey's store. Yes, and they... In Toontown. Toontown, and they didn't... That always kind of... It always... I hated that gift shop. Yeah, it was hit or miss. It just seemed very... It was, first of all, it was huge. I yes. didn't. I never loved it. We'd only. And it just always times. gave me a, like a swap meet vibe. Yeah, and it Maybe also because had, it was too big. It had the character meet and greets. Right. It, just it got them yeah. into the. It got them into that. So store. all that's gone now. The center of it is like a bakery, and then they make on the other side. I guess they make bake stuff. Well, going with like the theme. They do a fudge. Absolutely. You can watch them make it. Going with the theme of New Fantasyland, there's also a bar attached as well. So that's good. Yes. So that's good. Number three. Animal Kingdom Animal Guides will be available at the beginning of Animal Kingdom. So these are like paper guides describing the animals, or yeah, yeah. It's, it's a paper and you guide. You can take them home with you. Yeah. So they're like little. I'm kind of shocked guides. that it took them this long to come up with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, surprised like, that they're actually. Why didn't they have that in the beginning? It will make. It will make. I, don't know, I think it will bring a little bit more focus to the animals throughout the park because a lot of people don't know they're there. Right. And the park was designed that way for you to explore it, but people don't really explore it. So, so hopefully this, this will just, be like... This is just a, a list of the different animals. Yeah, like where they are and that kind of thing, I'm guessing. I haven't seen pictures of it yet. But That's awesome. Because I, I, there's these big gray animals with, with long noses that I was unfamiliar with. Yeah, so nice. I don't know what they are. I they have like huge ears. But I, I guess I'll finally be able I'll to tell what they are. Gorilla. I think it's a gorilla. Yeah. Or a tigger. Or a tiger. One of those. But whatever it was. They were huge, gray... It looked a little like Dumbo, but not animated, and long noses, so oh, okay. I'll be able to identify that. So that's that's great that they're giving us a menu. It's nice. Fruit, I, fruit bats. I think it's overall good because people will know stuff's there. So you might have people go actually explore, say, the trails behind the Tree of Life, because they'll be like, hey, I really want to see these wallabies right. that are back there. Right. But oh, otherwise well, kidding aside, you're not just talking about the safari? You're talking about animals that they can find anywhere yeah, yeah, yeah. in the park itself. Like, right. all those random oh, animals. and that's the legitimately... Okay. Off the I'm, animals I'm in the oasis. I thought, for whatever reason, it was just for the no, safari. No, it's for the whole park. Just like, you're going to be able to tell what a, what a no, giraffe I, I, is I, Well, like, you might no. see on it, oh, you can see these crocodiles oh, okay. in Dinoland, and some little kid might say, oh, there's crocodiles in Dinoland in a tiny corner that no one goes okay. yeah, and drag fine. their pants over. I think it will, will force, well, not force, but it will give people the opportunity to know about things, especially guests that don't go all the time. Yeah. So it took us many trips to really explore to realize how much stuff there actually is mm-hmm. hidden throughout that park. Yeah. So I'm I mean, really excited but... about that. Hopefully they look nice. Um, I'm sure they will. Uh, number four, Disney confirms interactive elements to a Big Thunder Mountain queue. Really? Yes. That I did not hear. So, I mean, we pretty much knew this was happening based on, you know, those boxes and stuff that were present in the queue. And it was closed for so long. Yeah. You, why would the attraction be closed for six months or however long if they're not going to actually update something? Because the rocks 
The falling rocks weren't really updated. The track really wasn't. Yeah. Well, let's face it. At this point, any ride that's being down for a significant amount of time is probably, especially an e-ticket, is probably going to interactive queue. Because interactive, to me, I don't know why, it usually involves some kind of screen or something. Yeah. Usually, right? But it's like Poos isn't necessarily. I don't know. It's anything that... that I guess you're right. If you do something and something happens as a result of you doing it, it's interactive. Look at the Haunted Mansion queue. That's not screen at all. Yeah, but again, again, like that. Just but it's sound effects and sound effects that sound like they're coming out of speakers. Yeah, but I mean, it's, to me, that like anything electronic would not fit. Oh, the, at yeah, all. exactly. Yeah, because you're talking I mean? about this is supposed to be yeah. 1800s. Yeah, right. anything right. that involves electricity won't really fit to me. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, maybe they're not. Maybe they're all like they it barely scrapes by in yeah. the haunted mansion. Yeah, but I think I think haunted mansion. I'm for it. I think I'm it worked it. actually pretty well. I'm it's not it. too and intrusive. They, and I'm sure I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure it's... And again, with all these cues, if you don't like it, you can walk right past And the, it. And the good point yeah. is I'm going to fast pass this attraction anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I mean I'm mean, i kind of indifferent, I guess. We'll see what they look if like. They bring, if they bring back the theme song to Big Thunder Mountain, then I'm okay. Should I sing it? No. You should, because it's going to be the same melody as every other song, which is different the words. The Legend of Thunder Mountain... Yeah, that's it. That wasn't me. That's actually the melody. It, it's it's very it's similar. It's the same as Adam. I want Adam to do it. Yeah, Adam. It's true. And number five. It's a legend of thunder. I totally numbered these backwards, but whatever. Number five. Um, it sounds like we'll confirm by IGN news that Avatar has been delayed. Yay! I just hope delayed is French for canceled. Yeah. This is like crazy old news. Well, I told you it was the last thirty days. Yeah, last thirty days. It's true. It's been delayed. Um, Don't because think that the they're missing their window. I mean, if if you were going to put it in, let's put it in. This but is it's never going to happen. This is studio talk for canceled. It really is like kind of softening a blow. Mm-hmm. This is they the start, consensus. Yeah, they don't want to admit it's their, 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 yeah. their jump. But this, we'll use this. this we'll use the delay of the movies as a now we're not going to do the thing, which is fine and great. Like because it softens the blow, makes them look better, makes everyone here happy. Mm-hmm. But on the same token, you have. Um, J.K. Rowling, who just announced, just came out with the new adult book mm-hmm. this week, and has also said repeatedly in numerous interviews that she's not done with Harry Potter yet. So another, again, missed opportunity for Disney. They should have gotten it. Well, but so you know what I think the ultimate missed opportunity here is? That I think that Animal Kingdom is going to get left in the dust. Mm-hmm. I think that they're going to cancel this project and just not add anything not yet anything. again. Exactly. I think, I think at the and end of the day... the studios is going to be the next... The, mo- the money's going to be moved to the studios to yes. do... Cars Land. The Cars Yes, land. I think it's... I think DC, uh, DCA, excuse me. Hollywood Studios is getting an entire... All you know what? And I would be okay with that. And I would be totally okay with that. But the much poor better animal use of kingdom, the money. Yeah. Poor Animal Kingdom has the lowest attendance of the four. Mm-hmm. No, I just I think, I think recently did it surpass studios? I don't know if it surpassed studios or it was a race to the bottom nope. kind of thing. Yes, where I think right. at this point, Hollywood Studios is being okay. visited less than the okay. Animal Kingdom. That that isn't a vote of confidence for the Animal Kingdom mm-hmm. as much as it right. is kind of a strike against. Hollywood Studios. Well, that's the funny thing is, like, the studios has low attendance and Animal Kingdom does, but Animal Kingdom is a good park. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. most people don't well, think just, to go to. It's because like, for a lot of people, just not enough there to do. And people are going to studios by default because they have a couple good e ticket attractions. Well, they have Star Wars, they have right. t- uh, Twilight Tower, Zone, they have uh, the terrible. Rock and Roller Coaster. Right. 
and I think if anything we're gonna get a split I think if anything we're gonna get a announcement of something in the Animal Kingdom whether probably some sort of nighttime show probably some world of color or something or other all it would take for Animal Kingdom to be totally changed is an e-ticket where Camp Mini Mickey is and a nighttime show yep. they, they don't need the billion dollar refurb you know what's crazy if you think about it with the studios is you have Toy Story, you have Twilight Zone, you have Rock and Roller Coaster, you have Star Tours. Those are legitimately, I mean, I don't care for Star Tours, but those are legitimately good rides, and the park is still yeah. bringing in, you know, if it's the worst park out of the four, that's pretty unimpressive. Yeah. And they totally. have four, you know, those are four rides that you can build If you can't upon. bring in the people with those, you're clearly doing something wrong with your theming and... So I would feel. rather I would rather nothing than Avatar Land, yeah. which I mean, probably is crazy. But I, I, I think we're gonna nothing. get we're I gonna get an attraction event. Yeah, maybe a, yeah, a new ticket where Camp Mini Mickey is because it seems like those are actually gonna happen. Like that, they'll probably move. But and all four it, of us can agree that we hope it's canceled. Yes, yeah. and I think it will be. I think I think that's what it's trending towards is that the bloom is off the rose as far with Avatar and and Disney doesn't want to dump you know, a billion dollars or whatever into... It was going to be like... It was going to be like a billion dollars. Oh, if you're going to build a land... Never mind a, another gate. If you're going to build a land, you have to assume it's going to be close to a billion dollars. You're talking, well, you're talking 500 million was the commitment. Right. They're going to go over budget. You're, you're, you're always going to go over budget, right. So if you add another... 650. Right. That's a lot of money right. for something as stupid as appetite. Yeah. yeah, so that's news. Next, we're going to be doing a merchandise loop. This is the merchandise loop, and we hope you're not duped by the fascinating things that we shop for. Adam, what did you purchase this week? The Cinderella Blu-ray. That's good. Did you enjoy that Blu-ray? Yeah, it's pretty nice. Okay, explain to me. What is so nice or not nice about it? The transfer of the film itself is really nice. Okay. Well, it's in 1080p high definition, and it's also digitally remastered, which basically means somebody goes in frame by frame and cleans up each and every cell. Well, that's good. When was the last time this was released? I don't ever... I have actually have never seen this movie until recently, so my first experience with it was on Blu-ray, and I gotta tell you, I loved it. Yeah, it was pretty wonderful. Uh, yeah, I thought it was very charming, and the colors of this movie are great, but really this... I guess your review should be more about the bonus features because everybody knows that Cinderella is kind of a great movie but it is a great transfer and yeah that's the, really transfer what I was, the transfer like, was wonderful if you're one of those folks who, like I own all these DVDs and I don't want to buy it on Blu-ray because it's a waste of money it's not really true yeah it, it really is that much better because the animated films um, when you print them <laughs> into digital they in Blu-ray and can get more space on them they just right. look a lot better some some movies aren't might not be worth it so much like yeah. the Aristocats maybe not so much on Blu-ray but Cinderella it just transferred beautifully yes it's very good so the rest of it it also contains some extras uh, one of them is Tangled Ever After it's terrific which was hilarious and awesome we um, didn't see that in the theaters like a lot of people did I, I forget which movie that was in front of but uh, that was terrific great little short it was it was very good yeah, hilarious. Um, and then it has a bunch of... Just the rest of it, though, isn't really that great. The rest of it kind of blows. Yeah, I mean, so we had Behind the Magic, a new Disney princess fantasy land hosted by Jennifer Godwin. Goodwin. From Goodwin from Big Love, as I'll call her. I know she's on some other show that I don't watch. 
But um, that was I mean that was fun for for the majority of people buying this Blu-ray. I don't think they would have seen a lot of the Fantasyland expansion. Yeah, but it was kind of behind the times. Not I mean I mean it's from like they must have taped it like a year ago or no, over not, a year ago. Yeah, maybe. I mean it's older, but the thing is still like I was saying, most people don't know about. Yeah, I feel like they could, it could have been a little bit more up to date, but that was good enough, I guess, and, and served its purpose. Um, and then the kind of worst part about it was this thing called the Real Fairy Godmother, that which is about the woman who was the inspiration for the look of the Fairy the Godmother. Most pointless, the most pointless extra I've ever seen in my and life. And how she did some wonderful things, and people called her the Fairy Godmother, but it was just bad. It was stupid. It was just really stupid. A waste of your time. Don't even watch it. Yeah, really, don't even watch it. And then there's a second screen if you're into that sort of thing. Um, look it up on like. And also an alternate is. opening segment. Oh, there was, but that was stupid too. I mean, those are always very interesting because, you know, as as artists or whatever, you like to see concept art for the movies. Sure. That's, I mean, interesting enough. Most of these DVDs and uh, yeah. Blu-rays have that kind of thing. I thought it was interesting, but the bad voiceover work of that section was horrible. Yeah. You're forgetting the most random extra bonus feature on here. The Christian Louboutin shoe ad. Oh yeah, I totally did. Uh, that, that wasn't listed on the back, which is why I forgot it about it. It was ridiculous. Yeah, what was that? It's a long commercial for Christian Louboutin shoes. But why? Like, and what? it was made by Disney and it is... I mean, it was kind of adorable, like really well made. But but what was the point of this? But wasn't the point for the, him to make clear heels? Well, he just made some Cinderella? sparkly, shitty looking shoes. But the problem is, in real life, Cinderella shoes are only worn by one person. Listen, one kind of person. And yes. that kind of person is strippers. Yeah, strippers wear Cinderella. Maybe hookers, so maybe two. But mostly strippers. Strippers are the only people who wear clear heels. Listen. Like, would you ever go to, like... Can you uh, imagine how ugly somebody's foot would be in a fucking glass slipper? Yeah, you're jamming your foot, you're at a weird angle. And it gets all sweaty. Can you imagine the humidity in that thing? And it starts, like, beating up on the sides. Yeah. Like a terrarium. Like a terrarium. (laughs) That's really nice. That's fucking disgusting. But overall, I think... Yeah. Glass heels, not good. Okay, so we're going to move on from that. So anyway, regardless, it was a beautiful movie. Buy it. buy it just for the movie and the wonderful transfer. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so my merchandise that I got this last week was uh, an album off of iTunes called The Essential Perry and Kingsley. Perry and Kingsley were sort of uh, electronic musician wizards from the 1960s and 70s. They One of them was French and one was German. And they composed it in 1967, the Baroque Hoedown, which is the basis of the music from the Electrical Light Parade. Yeah, I, so until you started researching this, I had no idea that Disney did not have that written for them. Yeah, so anyway, they, they wrote that in 1967, and they didn't even know that Disney started using it when the parade debuted. I want to say the parade is from like 1970 or 71, mm. maybe like 71 or 72. Anyway... The Disney company purchased the rights to that song and have been using it ever since for the parade. And even the water pageant at one point used it in a uh, sort of changed up uh, arrangement or whatever. But they wrote all this music on the Moog and made beautiful, awesome little songs with it. This record's available on iTunes for $9.99 and totally worth the money. Even if you just buy Bro Codem, which is also featured in its original format, which is totally awesome. Yeah, but you should buy all of it because it's interesting to hear the other music they make. Yeah, it's great. And some of them, uh, they have a song called The Savers, I want to say. And you can see how that song sort of evolved, I think, a little bit into Bro Codem. It's very sort of a similar sounding song. Yes. And uh, 
we'll go ahead and play a clip of that right now. Now let's do a hypothetical question. Woo! It's a thing not likely to happen, but we like to discuss it anyway. A hypothetical Disney related extravaganza the draw of the day. Okay, so with the news of selective demolition, in quotes, at the Wonders of Life Pavilion at Epcot, what would we hypothetically do with this pavilion? Adam? Okay. So, mine, I chose a natural history pavilion. That's awesome. So, very much like classic national history museums. Not in their modern form, but in their old form. Like, very diorama-ish. I love this. Um, it would have a restaurant of some sort. Okay. That would basically be a recreation of the diorama room at the Museum of Natural History in New York. Which, with the big well hanging from oh, the ceiling. So the you're talking about the, the sea room. Yes. Okay, specifically. Yes, yeah, specifically the sea room. With where the they giant have the squid whale. the whale and the blue whale. Was it a blue whale or a humpback whale? I think it's multiple whales. But the well, big, the big whale, the one in the middle. I would say it was a blue whale, but it could be a humpback whale. A blue whale is the largest animal. Mm. But I want it to be kind of very like, I want to say 70s, but it's really not 70s. I would say it's more go like, back to like 40s and 50s. Yeah, like like very very fake diorama, bad kind of. I love it, and you see shrews in like every forest scene. There's a shrew yes. or a chipmunk on yes. every branch. So very much that, and then that would branch off into various um, shows. Mm -hmm. um, one of them would be an animatronic show um, about evolution. Awesome. Because I think Americans need to get a little bit more. No, informed think, on such a subject. I think people know about evolution now. They do, but but the, but the real in and outs of it, like the history of it itself. Yeah. Like a bit about you know, the yeah. AS and, and Darwin and that early stuff. But I would like it to move, so it'd be an omni mover type thing. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and then go through like you know maybe you could do like, you know, Forge of the Beagle or whatever and and all that stuff up until modern day evolution-y kind of stuff and kind of combine animatronics and digital stuff, you know. Okay. And that kind of thing. So a little bit about the history of it and then the science of it all mixed together so people learn something and it's entertaining. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. And then another one would be a kind of coaster-like hybrid thing about bees. Okay. Which is a little random, I know. Now, that would be shooting out of the back of the pavilion, or is this enclosed? Um, I would have demoed the pavilion. Oh, built a new okay, building. you didn't mention that. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You demoed the building and built it. Now, is this still an indoor coaster thing? Um, yeah. Now, are you going in and out of the hive, collecting pollen? Yeah, so the idea is kind of back to, like, Body Wars or uh, Inner Space or something. Where body you get, Wars? 
sometimes. Or our favorite attraction. You're getting shrunken down? Yeah, honey, oh. I shrunk the audience. But where you're, you get shrunk down, but essentially go into this coaster, but that is kind of like the coaster, like the, the mummy coaster, and you've never been on it. Mm-hmm. But where it does multiple things, like it stops and goes and stuff. But it, sh- it shows you being a bee. Yeah. And making, you know, living in the hive and hive mentality and traveling, so collecting a- stuff and making honey. And then there could be some sort of drama. Really, this ends up being sort of an animal pavilion. Kind of. Kind of. But natural Ascent- history. Essentially. Yeah, natural history. Okay, I get it. I'm into but it. But that kind of could ties there be like a it. hall of fossils? Yeah, there would be like fossils, maybe a cephalopod room for no good reason. Yeah, I like, I like it. This. this could also fit really well in Animal Kingdom. It could. And I, I would actually, I'd rather see it there. But I, I do like, I like all the ideas. I just feel like on that hill there, you could build this like grandiose kind of yeah. old hall shaped building. And they could add a natural history museum bar. Yeah. There could be just lots of fun stuff. Yes. I like it. I'm into it. So mine isn't, uh, mine I don't change too much about it, actually, because I love Wonders of Life. Yeah. But um, I would change a few things, a few very important things. I would uh, kind of clear out the middle space where it's a a giant jumble of shit, you know, in the middle. I Uh would get rid of, like, the goofy thing, goofy about health, except for the song that Sunny Eclipse sings in Goofy About Health. What? Did you know Sunny Eclipse sings a song in that? The guy's voice from Sunny Eclipse? Yeah. Or is it supposed to be no, Sunny Eclipse? No, it's the guy. For, the guy. Sunny Eclipse's voice sings a song Is it a blues that. song? Yes. Like his specialty? Yes. Um. Anyway, I would get rid of all that shit in the middle. Just it was cluttered and whatever. I would maybe make a giant restaurant in there. Yeah, I mean, it kind of... Restaurant, I'm all about a restaurant in there. I'm all about... I'm definitely I'm all about you, a restaurant. Either way. I would also get rid of the making of me because nobody wants to learn about... The Birds and the Bees from Martin Short. You can't retheme it? No. Well, I'm getting rid of it, and I'm going to put something else in there. Instead of the making of me, we're going to move in Habit Heroes from Interventions. Really? Yeah. Unchanged. I was going to say you should do the making of me, but do refurb it and get, like, Jedward to host it. No. Well, I mean, I would watch that. Adam has a crush on Jedward. No, I know. Anyway, I would get rid of making of me because it's gross and stupid, even though the animation is kind of cool. Uh, nobody wants to see Martin Short, especially twice in Epcot. He has his Canada he's film. He's done. I like Martin Short. He's just creepy. He's no, like a he's, creepy elf. He's annoying. I it's kind like, of he, like He's him. like one step above Gilbert Godfrey. I like him. He's good in The Three Amigos. I don't know. He was good in Three Amigos. Anyway, I would uh, bring in Habit Heroes from Interventions as is. I wouldn't change anything. I would keep the snacker because she seems like a bad bitch. Yeah. And uh, the really fat guy at the end, he's awesome. Would you change it up and make it a little bit more entertaining? No, I would make it more offensive, I guess. Yeah. I liked it as it was. How, who was offended by the making or the, by Fair Habit of Heroes? If you're offended by Habit of Heroes, please write in to DisneyHipsters at gmail.com. Would you, would you put the, the end villain in a rascal? No. No, I like I like them bobbing around and exercising because it was all about getting fit and exercising. And that's what was good. I mean, why was that bad? Why were people upset about teaching kids to exercise? And because we were like, uh, you're making fun of me because I don't exercise. Then get exercise. We're human beings. We're animals who need exercise to survive. Yeah. I agree. You know what I mean? And we're teaching our kids that it's not important to diet and go out and play and exercise and go for a walk. Yeah, I think people's point was kind of that you could be out of shape and not be fat. Well, and they made all the they made all the out of shape people fat. I'm well. That's the funny thing is I'm out of shape, so and I'm I. not fat at all. No, we don't mind. I mean, part. but I get, but I still I'm go for fat. plenty of walks. 
and I eat right. At sure, least you I get a lot of exercise. I don't. I sit in a desk all day long. I stand on my feet all day. Terrible. And it sucks. Anyway, that's not my only change, and let's stop talking about our personal lives, because that's just boring. Uh, I would also get rid of Body Wars, because that attraction sucks. Would you put something else in that yes, theater? Would I, you leave it? No, I would I would uh, demo that theater. Yeah. That's my selective demolition right there. Oh, cool. Demo that theater, and out comes a... Uh, boat ride in the vein of living with the land except for the water is dyed red uh -huh. and you're traveling on a boat through the human body that would be amazing yeah it's, amazing yeah so instead of being shrunk down and in a moving theater like star tours which again sucks and makes everyone nauseous and no one likes those rides even star tours especially star tours you would uh ride through the circulatory system and see all the different organs and how they work and Maybe a, like a short video while you're cruising through. Just kind of like living with the land. So kind of like my bee thing, but slower paced. Very slow paced. It would be very much like living with the land. Yeah. Because everything's better in a boat. That's awesome. Yeah, I do love the boat. Yeah, that would be good. And that would be basically... And I'd also get rid of the mobile. mobile the moving thing in the middle. Uh -huh. I don't like it anymore. What would you generally do with the like the building? The building stuff? I would Just leave, the, leave or... the same and clean it up. And add a big restaurant in the middle. Yeah. Yes. What kind of restaurant? I think it would be a gastro, a gastro pub. You want gastro pubs everywhere. I kind of do. Even though you can't eat any of the food at gastro pubs. Well, typically. I just like the idea of truffle foam on everything. I want truffle foam on everything. Could, would it be to like everything would kind of look like body parts? Well, no, it would teach. Whoa, yes, that. But also, you would just eat all the different body parts. See, that's good. You know what I mean? Mm, you, you have to eat, take like, care of your liver. Liver, so you eat livers. So you could eat it. And cow's tongues. My grandparents used to keep cow's tongues in the fridge. Yeah, because they killed cows. Uh-huh. And they would keep the cow's tongues and my grandma would eat them. And we're going to wrap things up today with a good design, bad design. Uh, for today's Good Design, Bad Design, we are going to be doing a very broad, for us especially, uh, general Good Design, Bad Design for audio animatronics. I, I don't even remember doing that. Have we ever done this? I have no idea. We might have. But anyway, we're, I don't think I've had these answers. I'll go first since I've made Adam go first on everything. Oh, okay. This time. Uh, for my uh, good audio animatronic, I'm saying the Fat Wench from Pirates of the Caribbean. The fat one, yeah, she's the, amazing. She's so cute, and she has dimples and a bonnet and a huge dress, and she's getting auctioned off, and everyone's yelling for the redhead, but she's the prize here. Uh, I like her pose, too. Yeah, she has her hands, hands up, up and she looks so hopeful. And she looks very natural. She does. She looks great. She has just that cute little mm -hmm. face, and I just want to pinch her cheeks. I just hate that she doesn't show her whole fanny anymore. Her broadside? Yeah. Yeah, she's great. And I, I don't know if that's the original Alice Davis designed outfit but it might be and alice did some badass work on that attraction she does it's fantastic yeah she did great and uh anyway i just i just love her and every time i see her i get happy and i hate the redhead she can suck it you know her design is actually horrible yeah she, she looks, looks like trashy. a tramp she looks like she should be on what's that dolly parton movie she looks like your best little whorehouse she looks like Zella. yeah of. she's just horrible. She has similar hair I don't know her hair looks horrible. It does. It's like a really bad red wig. It's she really, like, and really she has like banana curls. Yeah, she's just like, like nineteen eighty two. She looks like shit. The uh, the fat wench is much prettier and better. Exactly. She could go to have it heroes and just get a little bit in better shape. No, I like her. She's a good fat example. 
I like her. She's like a charming pet. Now, for my bad design, I don't know if I think I'm stealing yours. I know you had one of these right now. I'm writing uh, Sigourney Weaver and John Wayne and basically everything on The Great Movie Ride. Except The Wicked Witch. You did steal mine. Well, anyway, I just you stole one. all of them. Anyway, I stole everything on that ride. <laughs> you did, which is really the worst animatronic. The, the worst one is Sigourney Weaver. Her head is sort of like jittery back and forth. It's not so much that it doesn't look like her, which it does, like a chunkier version of her. Uh -huh. Like her head looks very big. Her head looks big. You know, and the movement is very awkward. Yeah. Now with the John Wayne, he looks like he's going to crush that horse. Doesn't he look massive on that horse, even though the audio animatronic is actually kind of small? Yeah, the weight on that figure is just weird. I think Very it's because it's too big. Yes. Because you have the, the horse and all that space around it, and him on top of the horse, the whole thing just, just doesn't sit right. Yeah, I think it's awkward. It is awkward. And Sigourney, yeah, she... I don't know. She's horrible. She's really horrible. So I guess uh, since those... It looks like somebody hit a water blow torch. Since they kind of stole yours, you can just say you're a good one if you want, unless you have a backup for your bad design. I didn't, but my good design is from our good old country bears, uh -huh. um, and it's Fred of the five bear rugs. Which, which one is Fred? Fred is the big one who plays the mouth harp. Oh. The one in the back. Oh, the and he has a suspend, or the, yes. the, not the, the overalls with one overall. No, it's a sp they're suspenders. Are they? Yes. Yeah, he's so cute. So, yeah, he's so cute, and the reason I picked him was for a number of reasons. One is that his outfit is great. Um, he's wearing blue jeans with suspenders, and then he has a red and white like striped tie. Yes. And it's just really cute. And then the his fur is really perfect. Like whatever fake fur they chose for him mm -hmm. sits really well on the animatronic itself. They look so great. Then in the scheme of the other five bear five bears, he's big. He was the biggest one by far, mm -hmm. but he plays the smallest instrument, which I think was really clever. In a way, it works really well. Yeah. And then he, um, and then he's in that weird angle. And why? And like the thing is, when you're designing these things, mm. you would think it would be so much easier to have done him just like head on and standard. Well, that's what makes the that band so yeah terrific is that they're all kind of lollygagging around and you know yeah. But could you imagine the challenge it was to get yeah. to design something in that position that's like so unnatural in a way, but it looks totally natural. Yeah. In the in the show, I'm into it. I like all those bears. Those are terrific animatronics. I think some of the best in the park. I think you so know. Too. I mean, their their character design period is just outstanding and perfect blend of like whimsy and re realism at the same time. Uh -huh. You know, their outfits are out of this world, and I want to dress like them all the time. Yeah, I'm with you. By which I mean, I want to be naked it's all true. the time. No, that's really with just great. a bow tie on. Oh yeah, I agree. Yay! So my bad one, mm -hmm. if I could come with one on the spot would probably be the last Johnny Depp Captain Jack Sparrow animatronic in mm. Pirates of Caribbean. Okay. And it's like, they're okay. Like when I know when they put them in, people were a little horrified that they were going to be bad, but then they were happy that they do, they do fit in way yeah. more than people thought they did. But that last one is just like awkward and weird. Like, I don't know why he's on that chair. Yeah, this The is way it moves back and forth is really unnatural. This is the end scene with Jack sitting yeah. in his gold room and he's singing his song and he's holding like a golden chalice and getting drunk, I think. Yes. And it's all glittery yeah, like, diamonds. The way things. his arm moves is really like jarring and, and weird the way it swings around with the one with the chalice in it. I don't have so much of a problem with this one. For some reason I have more of a problem with the one in the barrel. 
more so. Yeah, that one's a little weird too. They all have weird movements, but the one in the chair looks, it just looks like like hydraulics to me. Like yeah, the way like it kind of jerks a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well like the chair shifts and his feet move. Well, it looks and like, like hydraulics because I think it is. It is, hydraulics. but you don't want it to look like that. Of course, and that's very That's difficult. bad design. And then his face is just a little weird. I don't when they. I just, think that the image is spot on. Yeah, because the sculptures of the rest of the pirates themselves are not are characters in a way. Yes. Of, look at all the wenches. Look at all the wenches. They're not like real people. No, they're super people. Yes, and that's what makes them charming. Where Johnny Depp's or Captain Jack Sparrow's animatronics are modeled after his face. Yeah. Which I just think is a little weird. So, yeah, that would be my second. Do you design. think? While we're talking about pirates, do you think they're adding mermaids? No. You don't? I think the if it's going in overnight, there's no way it's animatronic. Well, they're doing an overnight refurb in, like, two days, yep. I think, on October 9th. It's true. Um, no, I don't... I think it's going to be something more... And they've they, said that they are adding something. They could be adding mermaids, but if they do, it's going to be, like, a digital projection of mermaids in the oh, water or something Jesus. like that. That's all it's going to be. Stop with the digital projections. I'm so over it. That's not Disney magic to me. The mm. only time that I really loved it is the castle show. Yeah. I think it could be used in combination with I'm practical I'm so effects. over it. I, I hate the, the bride in the attic of the Haunted Mansion. I'm over it. Yeah, I like them. I think it would be really cool if it's done right. No. I think it's but it has no place in Pirates of the Caribbean. That's just... That's an easy way to imagineer something, you know? No, it isn't, but it makes them sharper. I don't know. I feel like it could be cool if you did it in its entirety. I just think it's being overused yeah. right now. I'm, I hate that bride, actually, the more I think about it. The yeah. attic bride. She sucks. So you could have chose her. No, but that's... I don't consider that an audio-animatronic at all, in the slightest. It's a mannequin with a projection on it. Which is true. Which is why you could have given it a bad animatronic. It's not an animatronic. Because yeah. it doesn't move. Well, they consider... Yeah, I guess that's true. It doesn't move at all. And it doesn't technically make noise. That's coming out of a speaker. That's true. You know? Anyway, that is uh, Good Design, Bad Design, and subsequently, that's our show. So thanks for listening to another ridiculous episode of the Disney Hipster Podcast. We are sincerely sorry that we lost a uh, kind of a very rambling show about the Polynesian that we will be bringing to you next week. Yeah, we just we just missed a piece of it, so we're going to plug that in when we see Jamie and Keith next week. Um, and, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get so it we'll, back in order. We'll have it up next week, hopefully, if, uh, if Adam doesn't accidentally delete it again. It's true. Anyway, if you want to read our daily blog post, go to DisneyHipsters.com. You can follow us on Twitter at DisneyHipsters. You can also follow us on Tumblr, Facebook, and YouTube if you so choose. Jamie and Keith are on Twitter at JKDisneyHip. And uh, there's only a couple more weeks until our silly, ridiculous official meetup at Disney World on October 27th at Victoria Falls Lounge at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. 7 o'clock, we will be there with uh, buttons and... uh, Free swag. And free swag. We're going to have swag. And I think we're going to get drunk. Well, yeah, we definitely will get we, that. Yeah. We're going to well, get At least drunk. you will. I will with some other friends. And the Stumpster. And the Stumpster and the Deepster. We're all getting drunk. Bye, friends. Bye! <laughs>